Well, good afternoon, football fans. It's Isaac Signs with you on the Pro Football Chase podcast, coming to you live again. This time, it's a Friday afternoon. We are preparing for Super Bowl Sunday coming up. And on the podcast, I have another draft prospect joining me. He is North Carolina wide receiver Tez Walker. And Tez is preparing for the upcoming scouting combine and the NFL draft, of course, at the end of April. So, Tez, I appreciate your time. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are your day going? It's going really good, man. Overcast afternoon here in Texas. Can't complain. It hasn't been too cold. I'm not a big fan of the cold weather. I don't know about you. Nah, me and you both. That's why, you know, I decided to complain out here in Florida. It's always hot down here, so. Yeah, Florida's really humid. I was there over the summer, but you know what, Tez? I'd rather have it warm and toasty than frigid any day. Nah, I feel you most definitely. All right, Tez. Well, you had quite a successful college career for your standards, man. You really put up quite a bit of production, especially going back to your time at Kent State in 2022, 921 yards receiving, 11 touchdowns, and then you transferred to North Carolina. You ended up putting up nearly 700 yards receiving, seven touchdowns, 41 receptions, 56 yard long. You know how to get separation down the field with your speed, your elusiveness. So talk to me a little bit about your skill set as a wide receiver and how you've evolved throughout your college career. Mm-hmm. Uh, my skill set, when I watch my own tape and what I've heard from like scouts and other people, like it's, it's pretty, pretty different, pretty unique. Um, not a lot of guys can get a lot of separation down the field like that. But yeah, um, I say that started uh, when I got to Kent State. Um, you know, Coach Lewis, Coach Middleton, who was my coaches at the time there, they did a great job with developing quarterbacks and receivers. That was like their specialty. And like when I first got there, I was, with, you know, coming out of high school, coming from Central, I was the guy, you know, all I wanted was like back shoulders, jump ball, just throw a ball in there. I was going to go get it. Um, but then like one of those, one of those days in camp, he came to me. He said, you don't know how fast you are. Like, I want you to, you know, trust, trust our QBs, trust our coaching and just run underneath the ball. And ever since then, I took it and ran with it. I, I was just outrunning everybody, tracking the ball down deep, and um, just took off from there. So I say that's where, you know, I found myself as a as a football player, as a receiver when I was at Kent State. Tez, you had two big breakout games in 2023 for the Tar Heels. First one coming against Miami, six for 132 and three touchdowns, two carries for 19 yards, and then against Duke. Seven for 162. You know, those are two monster performances against two really good opponents. How much pride do you take in putting up those types of numbers in production against some ACC opponents this past season? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I take I take a lot of pride in that. And that's, that's the reason why I, I wanted to go play power five ball when I was, you know, when I was at Kent. Um, went against those bigger programs, went against Washington Oklahoma, um, Georgia, and seeing how big of an impact I had in those games. So, like, going Power 5 and doing that in those type of games, it, it meant a lot. I take a lot of pride in that. And, oh, shoot, man, Tez, my bad, bro. I'm disrespecting you. I totally forgot to mention your game against Virginia. 11 for 146 and a touchdown. Yeah, um... I mean, I'm kind of glad you didn't, even though I did have a, had a, have a good game. We still took an L that we shouldn't have took. Uh, but they was a very good team as well, good defense, pretty sound defense. So, um, 
you know, I just wanted to keep the momentum going that next week after Miami. So, you know, went out there and tried to do the best I could. So, Tez, you played at Kent State, and then North Carolina is Mac Brown, you know, the illustrious Mac Brown. For the short time that you're able to play for him, what did you learn from such an iconic college football coach? Yeah, um, really, I learned how how coach. I learned what coach are really supposed to look like. Like Coach Brown was probably one of the most genuine coaches I've ever been around. Like he would tell us, he would tell us almost every day he wants he wants to treat everybody in this facility how he wants his son to be treated, and he did exactly that. And it, that makes you want to go go out there and play for a coach even more like harder on the field and things like that. So treated everybody the same, and he was just, just a good guy. Just he was just as good, uh, great as he was a coach. So he was, you know, it was, it was fun playing with him, playing for him. You were born in Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, played football throughout high school. At what age did you start to play the game of football? And when did it click in your mind when you're like, you know what? I think I want to go play college and I want to get to the pros one day. Mm-hmm. So I started flag when I was six. Then I first played tackle when I was eight. But um, when when I was that young, like I was bouncing around sport to sport, basketball, football, track, and all that. But I say it probably clicked around. It probably clicked about my sophomore year of high school. Um, got my got a start on varsity and um, had a great game. And coaches were like coming up to me, telling me like my size was great and things like that. Like I can be a, a Sunday guy. So that's when it started to click for me. Tez, growing up, did you have a favorite player that you'd like to watch on Sundays? Um, I did. So growing up, when I was real young, just when Ran- like the back end of Randy Moss's career, like when he was with the Patriots, um, I just loved watching him play. Like how smooth he was, how fast he was, how just like my skill set, how he can get separation down the field and get open and things like that. So I say Randy Moss. Um, another guy I really loved was AJ Green. He's probably who I love the most. Um, just the way like the dog he had in him and the way he approached the game. And, I just I just loved everything about him. So those are the two I probably looked up to the most as a, as a receiver. And you know what? A.J. Green is actually a pretty good comparison to you, actually, that you bring him up, Tez, because it looks like you'll have a very similar body build, the way you play the game. You have that finesse to it, but you also can be physical on the outside. So that's a really good comparison. A.J. Green, have any scouts or teams brought up A.J. Green comparison to you? Um, no, nah, they haven't. They usually ask me who I compare myself to, and that's somebody I, I mentioned to them. Now, more recently, you played in the Reese's Senior Bowl. Jim Nagy puts that together, does a great job every single year. Mm-hmm. A lot of top talent is out there in Mobile, and I was able to watch a lot of the practices during the week, and then, of course, the game on Saturday. You were on the national team, and you were able to catch passes from Bo Nix and Michael Penix throughout the week. Talk to me about that experience there in Mobile, Tez, and what you learned from it. Um, it was a great experience. Um, going against some of the top guys that you ain't get to go against throughout your college career. Um, seeing you know, seeing different faces. Uh, and those three quarterbacks you mentioned, being able to like play with them, you can see why they were great leaders and great players on their team. Um, yeah, it was just just a great experience for me. Um, just being there, getting to getting to talk to scouts early before the combine, having a sense of what it's probably going to be like, and things like that. So um, it, was, it was real good for me. Uh, thing I learned, um, I say I learned a little more how, how to be a pro. Uh, coaches 
was they was engraving that in our in our minds how how you should approach this approach that uh, when you get to the league um find that veteran that you can you know attach to uh learn the ins and outs of the game and um getting getting a sense of the offensive playbook um we had the new york giants um oc on the national team for our playbook so Coming from offenses I've been in, I've never really been approached by offense and getting, you know, getting a feel of how NFL offense will work and things like that. That's probably the biggest thing I learned while I was at the Senior Bowl. So I say it was a good overall experience for me. Yeah, the national team, uh, the head coach was Jet Stevens coordinator Jeff Oldrich, and then the offensive coordinator, as you mentioned, for national was the Giants quarterbacks coach Shea Tierney. So during the week and practicing and taking part in meetings. And all that, did that kind of give you a good taste of, okay, this is what it's going to be structured like in the NFL? Yeah, it did. Definitely. It's definitely, um, it's, it's your job now. And that's how, you know, all the coaches approach, that's how the coaches approach the senior bowl week. And like, you know, like I said, they were telling us like, this is what you're going to be doing, especially during that rookie wall, your first and your first few years in the league. So as a wide receiver, what makes you confident in your ability to execute the entire route tree as you make that jump to the next level? Um, probably my speed. And that's really no secret as everybody sees on the tape. Uh, feel like how much I win in the vertical game that will open up things like in the short game. Um, and I saw that throughout my college career. The more I beat people, you know, the more they sag off or the more – like they turn their hips earlier or something like that, get you know, I get them to open up, which helps me like snap down better on like curls, out routes, and things like that. So um I say that's I say that's what helps me like you know, grasp grasp the route tree and things like that. Tez, an outside the box question for you. How much film do you watch on cornerbacks so you can be well prepared for what to see from them when you face them on game days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watch. I spend a huge amount of time watching films on um, cornerbacks. Like, I even, you know, I was in that leadership role this year. I was trying, I was getting a lot of the younger receivers, how, teaching them how to break things down so they know who they're playing, what they're playing, defense, things like that. But um, I watch, you know, a lot of film. Like, I go through things like, you know, watching what technique he play, what technique does he play in this cover and that cover, what we play to. Or when we're in this formation, when we're in that formation, we're one-on-one, how he's going to play. Um, does he open the gate early? Is he patient? Is he like a pierce corner? Is he going to sit there and get hands, be physical? Or is he like more of a like, you know, motor inch corner? Is he going to want to use his feet more and like like feather you? So um, I take all that into account when I'm watching corners. But I, um, I also watch, you know, the whole defense because a lot of times safeties the safeties and backers to tell you what they're in, which to tell you what the corner's probably going to do and things like that. So I, I take I take a lot of time throughout the week to um, prepare for the game so it can be easier on Saturdays and Sundays for me. Tez, one thing that a lot of coaches and, and agents tell me in the NFL, you know, yes, being a good receiver, being able to make those plays down the field is very important, but every team – is going to look for a receiver that is willing to play special teams and is willing to block their butt off on the outside on run plays. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you're willing to do? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I was, it, I was always on the depth for special teams, but you know, coaches that look at me like, like you, you're our guy receiver. We need you out there receiver. So we're gonna have you on the depth. Maybe we're pitching the game. Maybe not. I just never got the opportunity in the game, and I would constantly like ask them throughout the week, like, let me get a rep or two in the game so I can 
put it on tape and show the league that I'm willing to do it. So I don't mind doing special teams and blocking. Um, I love blocking, especially, you know, when you get that pancake block out there and you, you hype and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm willing to do all those things, especially now, like, whatever I got to do to make that 53-man roster, like, I'm, I'm going to do it. I just want, you know, get my foot in the door, things like that. So I'm definitely willing to do it. Well, this is a loaded wide receiver class here in 2024 of course, headlined by Marvin Harrison Jr. and Romo Dunze, and the list goes on and on. But Tez Walker, I believe, is a big-time sleeper in this class, and clearly you're on the radar being at the Senior Bowl and people wanted to get a look at you there. So what type of mentality are you in right now, Tez, knowing that, yes, a lot of the other receivers are getting all the talk, but is there a chip on your shoulder that's ready to show up day one and prove yourself in the NFL? Yes, sir. It's, um, it's definitely definitely a big chip on my shoulder. And honestly, it's always been that way for me, even coming out of high school. You know, guys getting those big offers. I have, I was getting, like, all the FCS, smaller school offers. So uh, I, I definitely have that chip. Um, I just continue, you know, try to get better every day in whatever I'm doing, whether it's, you know, routes, getting out of breaks, 40, or the combine drills. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to get better every day, better myself. So come, you know, camp time, I'm one of those key players or one of those guys, a part of the game plan. And, um, you know, kudos to those guys going, you know, jet to go first and everything. They did what they had to do to get get the privilege to have that. But I also see myself up there with the best of them as well. But it's definitely a chip, chip on my soul. So the NFL Combine is coming up in Indianapolis at the end of the month and early March as well and interviewing a lot of draft prospects they did move the drills for receivers in prime time. And so now you got more people tuning in to watch the combine on NFL network. And for me, it's always one of my favorite events to tune into to see what you're able to accomplish in drills and who's running the fastest forties and all that stuff. So as you prepare, you said you're out there in Florida. What exactly are you doing right now every single week to get yourself in the best possible shape for that combine? Yeah, um, so right, like big thing down here by Marito, Pete Bomarito, he runs it, it's the speed and like technique in the 40. Like, he's been doing this for however much long, and he's had the top guy at the combine with their 40 times. But, um, also, I like, I love the way like he has things scheduled for us, like, he has the way the schedule works. It's like he has us like pros already, so we come in early do our work, go home. We have, like, meal preps and things like that, other stuff he wants to work on at home, whether it's, like, yoga or, like, opening up certain, like, you know, body part thing like that, being more, like, twitchy and elusive and things like that. So um, doing a lot of those things down here. We have uh, a certain receiver coach that comes down three, four times throughout the week to help us, you know, go through, like, combine drills and routes that we're going to have at the combine and um, also go through, like, interview prep, um, knowing how to approach, you know, coaches and what to say and, like, making eye contact with everyone, um, things like that. So um, it's real. It's real good down there. That's uh, pretty much what, what they have us doing to be prepared for the combine and pro day. Yeah, well, that sounds like you got a good setup over there. And is it hard for you? I know you talked about meal prepping and, and eating the right stuff right now. I mean, how frequently are you following that regimen? I mean, is it pretty – strict diet that you're having to follow right now yeah it's real strict but um I, i'm kind of used to it because i you know 
I kind of put myself through that when I was at UNC, like when our nutritionist got there. Well, uh, she got there around the same time I got there, and she came in. I went straight to her and asked her, like, you know, what do I got to do to, you know, be to perform higher on the field? And she was talking about, like, meal plan, meal prep, and things like that. So I took it very serious at UNC, which when I got here and they started, you know, it was a way more strict than it was there. Like, I was already kind of used to it. So it's been it's been good. I see a lot of changes in my body and like, the way I move and things like that. So it's been real well. What type of teammate are you? I think that's really important. A lot of teams, I'm sure, are already asking you these questions. How do you support your teammates? What do you bring to an organization, not only on the field, but off the field? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel I'm, I'm a great teammate. Like, when I got to UNC, I had to step into that leadership role. I had a lot of young guys in the room, and I felt like I was always there for them. And they come to me with anything because they knew I don't, you know, they didn't see me through through it all. Like, I've been in college for a while, so they knew I had a lot of answers for them. So I feel like I was great in that aspect. And just I, I love seeing everybody win, especially in the, in the room, in the receiver room, even offensive room in general, like, However we can win, somebody else is eating. Like, I'm there rooting for them. First guy there, cheering for them, cheering them on, things like that. So, I feel like I'm a great uh, teammate overall in the facility. Um, same way, you know, putting, you know, wise, wise thing in people here and things like that. So, I feel like I'm a great guy to have around the facility. On and off the, off the field, won't make – a program and organization look bad. I don't get into much, so um, feel like I'll be good in that area. So, well, one thing I will bring up is you did have one year to play with Drake May, who is regarded as one of the top quarterback prospects in this year's class. Big arm. What can you say about Drake, and how did you enjoy playing with him for about seven or eight games this past season? Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, is this this him? Everybody knows how talented he is. Like I even knew that when I got there, and I knew we was going to connect as soon as we connected in the spring. I knew when I got going during the season, we was going going kind of pop. But um, just the person he is is why I enjoyed him so much. Um, uh, the way, like, when I got there, how everybody – I could see how everybody would want to gravitate toward him. Just the, the, aura, the aura he has, like, when he's around, it's, it's just unmatched. Um, and he's just one of those guys, humble, humble dude, laid back guy. He, he treats everybody the same. Don't feel like he's above anybody. Um, great guy to have in the facility, uh, outside of the facility. It doesn't matter. He's just a great person, a great leader. Um, as you see in the games he's played in, he knows how to, you know, take control of a game, things like that. So he was, he was great to be around and great to play with. One thing that's always talked about is. Can the receiver make plays in crunch time? Can he come down with that touchdown when the team needs it most? So for you, do you think that you can be that number one go-to target, game on the line type of player if an NFL team needs you? Yes, I understand. I feel like I've also showed that and things like that. I feel like a lot of like big plays happen when – when the ball is when I'm when the ball is in my hands, I'm, I feel, that's how I feel like I separate myself. I'm just a big play waiting to happen, so I do feel like I can be that guy for a team at some point. Uh, whether it's my first year, whether it's my fourth, fifth year in the league, it doesn't matter. I feel like I I can become that guy that that an organization can rely on. And as we close out the interview, Tez, I always like to give players an opportunity 
to shout out their family for getting you to this point in your career. So for you, how important is your family for you? Uh, my family is very important. Um, I feel like they did, did a great job of me, um, kept me out of trouble. They, My mom, she kept me in some type of sport. Um, it didn't matter, and I, I thank her for that. I thank my entire friend for supporting me throughout everything, college journey, everything I've been through and things like that. So I appreciate them. And then my, my high school head coach, he's been on my side ever since I met him. He's helped me, you know, get to where I am, you know, transfer process and things like that. So I appreciate all my, all my supporters and family members. I have to ask you this question. You probably won't answer it, but you're from Charlotte, North Carolina. How cool would it be for you to to get up to those Carolina Panthers and catch some passes from Bryce Young? Uh, that'd be real good. Like I'm, I'm constantly talking. That's that's honestly that's the team I, I want to go to. Uh, it's home for me. Um, and I, I feel like it's something special, you know, building there. Bryce, he just need you know a couple pieces around him. Um, and it, it'd be cool catching from somebody who, who's won the Heisman. Um, I love Bryce Young. I love that organization as well. Um, Never, you know, never seeing any headlines, any news. It's, it's, I feel like it's a good program to be around. And growing up in Charlotte, seeing it my whole life, like I know it's just a great organization. So it'll, you know, it'll be an honor to play, play for my hometown team. Well, Dave Canales is the new head coach there in Carolina, and he's got a strong reputation for offensive production. Look what he did with Baker Mayfield, Geno Smith in Seattle. So maybe that could be the destination, Tez. I know that would be special for you. But Super Bowl Sunday, all right, San Francisco, Kansas City, both teams got some really good wide receivers. I mean, I know Rasheed Rice out of SMU, the rookie, is doing some big things for Kansas City. And then you look at San Fran, of course, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. So are you going to be tuned in to watch the game, Tez? Um, I definitely am. Um, like I said, like I'm a football guy. I love football. I watch the Super Bowl every playoffs every year. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be tuned in. And I, I also like, I wouldn't say I listen to her music. I also like Taylor Swift, so she's there and it's Hey, there it is. <laughs> I don't mind seeing her on the screen, unlike a lot of other people who kind of hate on her, but no, I'm going to be tuned into it. Well, that's good to hear, man. Yeah, same here. Looking forward to it. couple days coming up, Super Bowl in Las Vegas. So again, Tez, hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time on this Friday afternoon away from your training schedule. Keep up the good work. I look forward to seeing which team ends up taking you at the end of April. So God bless you, man, and best of luck. Most definitely. Thank you so much. God bless you as well. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Take care. All right. Thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.